Hello, everybody, and welcome to Libromancy, a podcast about the magic of books. I'm Josh, and today I'm talking about Kaikei by Vaishnai Patel. And I hope I said that right, but let's twist the magic of books. Now, first off, I want to say this is, this was a really fun story. I liked it. I felt it was a little slow in the beginning, but I, I can't say that that was not needed time for setup and for situations, and it didn't hurt the story. But after we hit a certain point when she is more in control, which this book is just a fantastic example of the kinds of control that women were suffering or could be suffering in you know certain cultures right but or i mean even not in any the specific culture but just in general like the ability to choose and such is a big theme and like your choices and your ability to choose makes a difference in your life right so this book really hit on that stuff and that was really nice to hear and to read but before we get into this, let's just talk a little bit about what um, Kaikei actually is. Kaikei is a retelling or, you know, just a changed a little bit version of the Ramayana. And I've never read that, but I don't feel like you need to have read the Ramayana to really understand what's going on. Maybe it will make it better, kind of give you this other perspective. But as for the whole, I didn't think it was really necessary. I kind of picked everything up on my own and I, I liked it a little bit better that way, just less for me to read I guess in the end but this is a fun story it's all about Kaikei she is named after the land of her birth Kaikeya she this talks about her journey as a young child and then as an adult in how she wants to gain power or gain control um, the ability to choose to make her own decisions I love that you know her whole goal is always for independence and what's best for her and to be able to make her own decisions and I feel like it's a lot of fun so okay sorry I didn't mean to go into spoilers but this was I mean just it was a really fun book it's especially near the end and I agreed with a lot of the things that were being said and I know it's silly but sometimes when I was you know reading it I'm like oh of course the guy says that like why would he say that like how about you look at all these other examples of this thing that's being good okay so let's just talk about the book because you guys know me and I am really bad at not doing spoilers so let's just kind of start with the beginning and we'll we'll see how far we get so our story is about Kaikei and Yuhajit and they are twins Kaikei is a girl obviously well, well I mean she is a girl I don't know if that's an obvious thing or not based on the name but the covers of a girl and she's our main character and it's pretty clear so I'm going to say it is obvious um, she is a twin with Yuhaji, but she is basically, you know, just you have to do your lessons and you have to do this. And she's not really allowed to do anything she wants to do. But at the same time, her brother is allowed to do whatever he wants to do. And, you know, she has a good idea and she says it, nothing. Her brother has, you know, repeats the exact same words right after her. Oh, suddenly it's a good idea. And oh, shouldn't we start implementing that or doing that? Right. And as in the beginning of the book, our kind of inciting incident is that their mother has been banished. They don't really understand why they think their mother just left them until they learn, oh, no, she was banished. Kakei goes in search of like a secret note or to read some more uh, to learn more about maybe why her mom left her. A very cryptic note kind of leads her to a direction where she finds a letter from her mom basically saying, hey, I, I didn't want to leave, but I have to leave. Like you can be the best you can be. And she starts learning this magic. And I really like the magic system here. And it makes a lot of sense, all the things that she does with the magic. So the magic is she's able to kind of shift herself to the binding plane is what she calls it. And basically she's able to see the relationships between people, mainly right at the beginning, just herself, and later on, the relationships between others. And she's able to kind of strum them or play them or, you know, twist them. So if she really pulls on it and put twists on it, 
she can get you to, to agree to something or to change your mind on something to kind of go with what she's saying. But at the same time, if she does it too forcefully or if the bond isn't strong enough, um, just kind of imagine holding two st a string tight. And if it's too tight and you pluck it, you know, it's going to snap eventually. And when it does snap, it goes from being they like you to they absolutely hate you. And so this is, I, like, I mean, I like this magic system because it's a good way for her to influence things and to start growing her abilities to choose and to influence people. And she's able to to use this to say, hey, you know, Kaiki did good. Like, this is something you like. You like to listen to her, but she can't overuse it or she runs the risk of snapping them and hurting herself and others, right? And I think that's one of the nicest things about this book is that while Kaike is always wanting her independence and her freedom and her ability to choose, she's never really wanting it at the cost of uh, hurting others. You know, she's never like, well, uh, parts of it, yes. Parts of it, no. But in general, she's never like, I want to oppress this person so that my freedom can be bigger. She's just like, I want people to see me and realize that my independence is my independence and it doesn't affect them. So we, uh, the, we're going through her childhood. She's learning some stuff. She's doing things she's not supposed to be doing. But then she does end up getting married to Dasharath. He is actually a really good guy. I don't remember the ages, but it makes sense in the story, right? And then she, that's kind of the crux. She makes this promise where she's trying to get her own independence or her own freedom in this deal that is being going on without her. You know, she was promised, no, you'll be able to choose your own husband in this challenge, but nope, not going to happen. And so she says, you know, if you, if I marry you and I produce a son, then no matter who else produces a son, mine gets the throne because that's the deal we're making. And so he agrees to it. He takes her back and then... They are, you know, she becomes part of his, uh, with his sister Rice's wife. She starts, she, you know, as she moves, she's basically reset to zero with her power level, her magic, because she doesn't know anybody. She can't do this, this, her, her binding plane stuff anymore. Well, she can do it, but she has no friendships or no, you know, relationships with which to twist it. But, you know, eventually she starts working at it again. I really loved her, her servant, Manthera, just always willing to be like, no, get back to work, do your stuff. Like, don't just lay in bed all day. Like, sometimes we need that person to just be like, I'm here for you to help you and that we need that shoulder to cry on. But at the same time, we need them to be like, hey, just get up and do it. Like, we're going to go walking today. Don't, don't back talk me. Just sit up, just sit, shut up and come with me. Right? Like, and they go to the market and she starts to realize and then she starts to grow. And I just love that she's she's never mean to people. Uh, she's mean to people, but she's always... It's just so tough to kind of visualize what I'm trying to say. She influential, I'm going to say. So let's kind of just talk broadly strokes. So as she is being there, she starts... Uh, she creates this thing called the Women's Circle. They just hear people... They hear women's complaints, and she's able to help resolve them. You know, oh, this person said that because my father, you know, wasn't married to my mom or I'm uh, a child of infidelity or my dad was in, not infidelity, but uh, yeah, that, you know, I don't have this and I'm a bad person. And she's like, no. And she, you know, makes a point to correct that. And then more people start coming in. It's this big kind of council and she gains the trust of Desharath and she's able to kind of join his actual council and start influencing things. And then this is kind of where, oh, this is the other thing I forgot to mention. She is God's forsaken, which, or God's touched, but in her case, it's God's touched gods forsaken which means that she is unable to be affected by the gods and that they don't ever answer her prayers others can answer their prayers they can get boons she can't she just she will never will and so this is kind of where our main story starts is that they finally they uh 
Dashrala, who's still unable to produce a hair in air. He sets up this big ritual, they sacrifice, and he is given, he is blessed that all three of his wives will bear sons by the god Agni. Not by him, but, you know, like, he's the one who gives them the blessing. They do provide sons, and the sons are um, Baharata, Rama, Shatruga, and Lakshmana. I hope I'm saying all these names right, so if anybody who knows how to actually say them is thinks I'm saying them wrong, then you are probably right, uh, and I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm doing my best. So we learn that, and I love, so this is kind of an obvious thing, but not an obvious thing, like Rama, we learn pretty often pretty soon is a god in flesh you know he's a kind of like a god in training he's got the godlike powers but he's not like an actual like i know everything i'm a god but our main character you know kaikaya doesn't see that because she made a promise to never use the binding plane near her kids because she doesn't want to get too comfortable with that and get too used to it and use it against them because i'm a parent right now and i can tell you there are sometimes if i could like strum that and just be like nope you want to listen and you want to go to bed right now i would do be doing that right but I'm glad that she had the willpower and the decision to not do that. But it does lead to this little bit of a problem where Rama, you know, is this god and she can't see him. So she wouldn't be able to affect him anyway, but she doesn't realize it until it's almost too late. Now, uh, there is one time where she does slap Rama and I 100% agreed with it and decided that he should get two slaps or three slaps. Everybody else, you know, agrees with me because he does call his mom a whore. And because she talks to other women and does a counsel with them, you know, like and helps people like, oh, heaven forbid, like, I, I mean, just the the culture that men are the only ones who can do stuff and the women are just too weak and too foolish and it's like i know so many strong women like i know the book is is in conversation with this stuff and saying like look at it and that's kind of the point but it's just like ah she did it so well i'm just like no you you men are so dumb just like listen to your wife like if she wants to go like I know it's a culture thing, right? But just like, if she wants to go shopping, like, let her go shopping. If she wants to run the store, like, cool. Like, I just, and it's hard for me because obviously different cultures, but I'm just, I love the conversation she has here with kind of these things and just saying like, no, women are just as strong. And so Rama is learning he's this god and he is trying to, he's, it's interesting because he is the the heir, or he will be the heir, but he has never been, it's hard to say no to him because he's a god and he can just figure out what's the right thing to say to make you want to agree. And Kakai is, Kakai is the only one who can really stop him or say no, but he still loves her. And I love the, the sister-wife relationship where they're like, oh no, these are just all of our kids. Like, we love them all equally. They're all the same. None of us are like, oh, I spoil him versus you. And But there's just so many emotions in this book. Like, okay, we're just going to skip kind of to the end because there's just so much to talk about. Needless to say, there's a little bit of fighting between Kakaya and Rama and they kind of butt heads and then they separate, then they butt heads and she's trying to help him and to be like, look, change is going to happen. Like people can't just stay the same their whole life. But because he's got this godliness, he's kind of like, no, this is how it has to be. We have to stick to the gods. And he's being treated uh, teat taught by this man, Sage Vamadava Gautama. And I just hated him from the minute I knew he was on screen. And then it turns out I was justified in hating him for as long as I could. He is such an evil dude. He's very I uh, not a stick in the mud, but just like this is the way it's got to be. We have to obey the gods, and yes, the gods are real. But the gods multiple times say the gods don't concern themselves with mortal things. But then at the same time, they very much concern themselves with mortal things. They're always like, "Oh no, the gods are really mad at you because you're letting those women do those non-womanly things." But supposedly the gods don't care. But then they are like, you know, I'm like, well, maybe if you did care a little bit more and you put a little bit of effort as a god into understanding the people, perhaps you could get things done a little bit better. Now, 
you know, well, sure, godliness, they're on a different spectrum, they're doing different things. But like, if you maybe invested yourself a little bit into talking with people and figuring stuff out, you'd get more done, or you wouldn't be like having to repeat the same things over and over and over again. So let's go back to Vamdama. Vamadeva Gautama. He is a, a story, he's a mythic, not mythical, he's part of a myth even in the story where his wife, Ahulka, was tricked by another Asura, which is kind of like a, a demon race person, right? And they shapeshifted into to her husband came in you know had sex with her and then we're leaving you know and she found the woman ahulka figured it out and was like oh no you tricked me like you have to you're i hate you you know but he comes in and turns her to stone he's like oh you betrayed me and you should have known it was me because you know he clearly was pretending to be me but you should have known anyway and i was just like ah oh, you are just the worst and kakaya says it and everybody else says it and it just is and then i loved okay i know we're skipping all over the place but this was it was such a good book there's so many good moments that i, I want to try and talk about but i'm having a hard time so i love the scenes between the brothers Baharata, Rama, Shatruga, and Lakshmana, where they are, you could tell they're being influenced by Rama, and they don't even know it until um, Kakai goes on a long trip with Lakshmana, and she's able to see this bond between them, and she's able to weaken it because of the distance, and then finally break it. And it turns out that Lakshmana is like a completely different character than what everybody thinks he's been. He's just been so overshadowed by Rama the whole time, like... He has not been able to express himself because he's like, oh, but Rama's better. If everybody focuses on Rama, that's going to be better for everybody. And that's that's what I really need to do. But he's like, no, like, be yourself, man. Like, he might have a divine purpose, but like, that's no excuse for him to, you know, overshadow you and to make your accomplishments feel small. Like, be yourself. Like, love yourself more. And I love that Kakaya is saying the same thing. She's like, go for it. Do it. Like, I want you to be happy. And if you're happy supporting Rama, then that's fine. Be happy support Rama. But like, be yourself. Don't just be who you think he wants you to be. Or don't be who you think you have to be for him. Like, he should love you no matter what. And I love that Rama, for all of his you know, divinity, he's also got that explosive temper and he's like quick to anger. He's like, oh, if somebody disagrees with me, he instantly goes to, why can't you be a better woman? You know, do I need to raise my hand to you or to his wife? And I'm just like, oh, Rama, you are so out there. Like you are just, you are barely hanging into this story. Like if you don't have some kind of redemption, you're out. And then he does, you know, at the end of the story, as goes the myth, he is banished for 10 years and then able to come back. But while he's out there, he actually does some real life growing and changing. I barely even got to talk about uh, uh, Sita, his wife, who has this big championship and Ravana, who turns out to be a different Asura. And he creates this he's so cool he just he's like ah i love all these characters they were just so good while they were on the page and so fun and interesting and the relationships and the dynamics between these characters change in the way that kakai is trying to save everyone save her son rama who's being put with all this pressure of being like he knows he's kind of a god and he knows he has this divine potential he has to fulfill but that weight on his shoulders is is hurting him and not helping him because he's never, he hasn't been able to grow into it yet, right? He's still got that stress, but she's trying to save him, but he's not trying to, he's trying to fight her on it. It was so good, this culmination. I just really, really enjoyed it. I think the characters are some of the strongest parts of this. You know, she really took a good myth and then changed it and made it, you know, just another good, good retelling. So I think that's going to be everything I have to talk about Kakei today. Again, I really hope I'm saying this right. If I'm not, I'm sorry. I really did my best, but... Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks to David Hillowitz for the intro and outro music. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to libromancypod at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Follow it. It really helps to get those. And remember to twist the magic of books. <laughs>